Welcome to the podcast where we talk about all things blended families. I share my personal journey, again I repeat, my personal journey from a stepmom's perspective. It is also a time for reflections and new realizations. Join me as I try to unpack the last 16 years of my life. This is my story and in case of any exaggeration or dramatization, trust me, it's purely coincidental. To Mike and my family and also my extended family, sorry, not sorry. Welcome to episode number seven. I did not make it. Uh, this podcast thing has been quite uh, tough on me. It's being vulnerable, but you are here. Today's topic is going to be an hour's baby. For someone who comes from a nuclear family, you don't understand what an hour's baby is, but it is the baby that um, is a product of these two partners who are now trying to form another family. So this is going to be story time because I'm going to tell you about my own experience and why I'm passionate about it. It is because when I was pregnant with Sean, I hid it from the children. It was very tough for me to, is it admit or to tell the kids that I have a baby? I don't know, maybe I felt a little bit guilty, but we just kept it a secret between me and Mike, but we were shocked. The children actually knew. So one day we were going to snow cream in the, at night, the famous snow cream in town. I'm learning now reflecting that maybe it was cravings that uh, took me to uh, snow cream at night. So we went to snow cream and we were having ice cream and then Coco the young one came and was just like, mom, I want to let you guys know that we know you're pregnant. And at that moment I had to admit it and to be honest, I think you can do it in a different way. I think the children should be involved from the beginning. I think Sean was, was it six months? It was six months. Even when we did the wedding, I was still pregnant. I am a firm believer that talk to the children, let them know. Children more, know more than you think. And I think they would have been more prepared about it. But I didn't know any better. You know, there's no manual. So anyone who is in this blended family and they find themselves uh, in that situation, find themselves. You're an adult, find themselves. And the adults are not adulting. So <laughs> if you are uh, in this situation where you get pregnant and you're trying to have an hour's baby, I think it's important to inform the children. In a blended family, the environment is already so tricky. Mm -hmm. There are so many changes, so many changes, you know. The parents are separating. They might change houses. They might change schools. Or changing even your driver. So imagine bringing another human being to the equation. Looking back, I'm thinking, why didn't me and Mike have this discussion before we decided to go down the aisle? I don't understand. So I think have this discussion with your partner. If you're going to form a blended family, please have this discussion. Have a plan. That's, that's another thing. Have a plan. Know how you're going to deliver it to the children. I think I did a better job with the wedding when I informed the children from the beginning to the end. This one, sadly, to be honest, if I look back, even me, I'm looking to myself and I'm like, what was I thinking? I was going to come home with a baby after nine months. The children would be shocked. And they would have wondered, hmm? So tell them, involve them in the process. If you need to have therapy, have therapy. Children are always very anxious when another, especially in blended families, when another child is coming into the picture. They will be scared that they'll be forgotten. They'll be scared that maybe I will focus more on my bio child than them. Assure them, talk to them, let them know step by step. Allow them to talk about their fears. 
You know, I look back and the children, to be honest, just wanted to be informed. Most of these things, mm -hmm. children just want to be informed and they'll be okay with it. And so please let the children know, prepare them from the beginning. From my experience, when I gave back to Sean now, I brought Sean home, you will be shocked that the siblings were very protective over Sean. Imagine. So they had a lot of love for him. Sean was a preterm baby, meaning that he was born seven months. He came early. So he was very small, very sensitive. When I brought him home, he couldn't leave the room because we were afraid that he can get jams and he can get sick. So what I did to include all the children, they were all sleeping with me in their room. So that, I don't know, is it that they wanted to be assured that, you know, it's, it's going to be okay, there's still going to be space for them. They were very protective over their brother. Even now, Sean is has a gang. I usually call them a gang because when you count them and we count me and Mike, no, they are a gang. So if you ask me why I kept it a secret, I think number one is I didn't know how to break it down to them. I was afraid, uh, will they love their brother? Was there going to be friction? And imagine there weren't. They really, really love their brother. Sean is really the king of the castle. For me, I can say when I got an hour's baby, it brought the family together, which I didn't expect. So Sean made the blended family come together because now everyone, and you know, he doesn't have a history. You know, he doesn't have a history like my, my stepkids, you know, them, the, the divorce and everything. Sean is just this new being who's here having a good time. He's happy, he has all these siblings. So for me, Sean uh, brought us together. If you ask me, would you have done differently? I would. Because number one, I didn't even have a baby shower. There was no one going to have a baby shower because the baby was a secret. And again, how long did we think we were going to keep the secret? Like after nine months, uh, the baby had to come out. So yeah, I desist inform the children. Don't panic. Be positive. Carry them through the process. And for me, my, my stepchildren lived with me full time. So... I was able to assure them every day and with time they saw, oh, by the way, there's not much difference. That is one thing I do different. Thinking about it, why didn't I tell the children I was pregnant? I think, to be honest, I was overthinking it. I was worrying about, you know, how would they feel? Because in the, in the first place, my stepchildren, I'm very sensitive about the experience I went through. I always try to give them a good environment to show them love because it's tough. Divorce is tough. You know, it's a very big loss. So when Sean came, I was very, very conscious about it. The good thing is that Sean was a baby and now my children were teenagers. So I would focus more on the teenagers than Sean because Sean really wouldn't remember. So now is when I'm able to give Sean attention. Yeah, I know. I know the struggle is real because now the, the other kids are big, they're adults, they can understand. When it comes to disciplining, I'm, I was able to, I'm able to discipline Sean more. Like I would chaper Sean. I wasn't able to do that with my stepkids. I was very tough and very strict. That's one aspect that changed. And for lack of a better word, did I sacrifice Sean? Sometimes I do feel that way. But again, the teenagers needed me more than the baby. Or I don't know, I think from my perspective, that is what I saw and worried about. But if there's someone else there who's having an hour's baby, please don't overthink it. Discipline the same across board because 
the other children are watching, if you're more lenient on them and you discipline Sean, they wonder funny thing, like I always say, my kids were like, why don't you discipline us the same way? And so you think that you're doing a good thing, but the kids are like, oh, so you can, you're disciplining your child, you see love with boundaries, and I'm not doing that to them. So right now, 11 years later, is when we have that balance. It took time. And those are some worries that you have when you're having an hour's baby. It's already a very chaotic environment. Now you don't want to add more chaos to it. But for me, it brought, Sean brought a lot of love, a lot of bonding. And also, I think Sean challenges the siblings to actually be siblings, you know, because he looks up to them as a big brother, as a big sister. So you find the siblings are challenged and they want to show up like that, which I think is a good thing. Sean is the one who will go when you give him the phone, he'll go in the group and say, hi, why is everyone not sending uh, a WhatsApp message on how they're doing? Or why is everyone not replying to Papa's TikTok videos? You know, he's the one who brings everyone together. He'll take the phone, he'll call his sister, he'll go to the sister's house, you know, tell her, wake up, you promised to have a date with me, we promised to have a sleepover. So Sean really brought positive vibes to this relationship. And I, I don't, looking back, I don't think, I wonder why did I hide it, but you live and learn. And that's why I'm telling you this story so that someone can do better than I did. There's no manual, but trust me, kids are just kids. When I look at Sean with his step siblings, he doesn't even, there's no step to them. They're just his brother and his sister, you know, even to our other adopted children. They have their own relationship. Uh, sometimes when I look at them, I'm quite envious. You know, they're a big group. Sean has a lot of support. Uh, he has big brothers and big sisters. So it's a positive thing. Don't shy away from, from talking to the children about it. And it helps because they see the process. You know, if they could touch the baby, actually feel, oh, I deny them a lot. At the same time, I denied myself. So... Why? You know, looking back, maybe they would have even touched the stomach and felt the baby breathing, would have had maybe a baby shower. I would have bought them clothes saying, big brother, big sister. That was a D plus. Mm? We didn't have a plan. You know, so uh, looking back, please involve the children. Let them know it's automatic. We are here, we love one another, definitely we'll want to have babies. Mm, although there are people who come with their own babies and they don't want to have uh, an hour's baby, that's different, that's a topic for another day. Um, but for us, we knew we were going to have a baby. So by keeping it a secret, I denied not only my children, but myself to go through the process. So please, people, do better. So for me, the pressure was real. I had to explain myself to the children if perspective of relatives, no, I didn't have to explain myself. Friends, to be honest, uh, there was no friend of mine who was getting pregnant. They were busy dancing in the club as I was like this. Yeah, I denied myself and I denied the kids for no reason, you know. Or for, no, there was no plan. We didn't think about it. Now is when I appreciate our parents. You know, actually, I couldn't have a plan. There's no form. Tunaingia too, I couldn't brief. You know, we don't know if... You're making the child or not, to be honest, I didn't have a plan. So you guys do better and have a plan, please. And trust me, children, step or not, will love each other. As long as there's love in the home, they will love each other. They don't ask questions. 
Sean knows that his siblings have a mom, and it's never clicked to Sean that his siblings are his stepbrother or stepsister. No. That's how my children really don't care too much about that. If you bring up, bring them up together with love. And also another thing, I think the people who hide, uh, for example, if you're in a blended family and the kids only visit over the weekends or they have uh, scheduled visits and you don't let them know about their brother or you don't let them know about their siblings, I'm talking about those, uh, this one will go left, but yeah, that's how people in the, at the wedding look at each other and you're like, you're my brother, we look alike. You know, you deny them the experience of knowing each other. That's not fair, so, which I didn't, and I wasn't going to. And sometimes when it comes to a blended family, you deny the children that experience with their brother or their sister. And then they grow up, they find each other along the way. You know, God, you know, God works in different ways, you know, come as a bitch. So, yeah. Don't deny the children a chance to have their own relationship. Sean has his own relationship with his siblings. I think sometimes his relationship with the siblings is stronger than my relationship with him. Um, I don't know if it's an age thing, but yeah, even if I was him, six versus two, I'd be on the other side. Maybe he's just a smart kid. No, but he does love his, his siblings. Truly, this podcast is therapy because I don't understand why I wasn't thinking the way I'm thinking now, the self-reflection. You know, I would have involved the kids in terms of them touching my belly, coming for the scan, you know, hearing the baby breathe would have celebrated with them. What I mean by baby shower is just them and us. You know, it doesn't have to be a big one. Um, I deny them that. Sorry, Pauline, Yanguka Mtiani. For all my children, uh, trust me, when you look at adults, they don't have a plan. When I was young, I, I used to look at adults and want to be an adult and think you have a plan. But I'm not, you know, we didn't have one, um, Mike and me. But at least I'm here to change the narrative. You know, don't deny the children to know each other. Don't be afraid. Children know more than you think. If you're getting married, see, they know next is children. I think they knew and they were discussing among themselves. Do they know what they were doing? That's a good question. Maybe they just didn't know how to ask. They sent the youngest to come and ask. So you know better, you do better. But I'm not planning to have another child. Eh, uh, uh. Where? She talking? That's it from me. That's enough oversharing for today. I hope you've learned something. Until episode eight, see you then. You know, these episodes make, actually this episode, to be honest, one episode snowballs to another topic. Like now today, I'm thinking of the podcast number eight. And I like the fact that it's not structured and it's therapy for me. So hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me go collect myself to prepare for the next one.